Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I got up at half past three this morning and flew to Munich and it's a beautiful sunny day. It's still very early in the morning here in Munich and I'm on the S-Bahn going into the centre of the city. Am I looking forward to the game tonight? Maybe a little bit nervous about the game tonight, but Manchester United by Munich in the Champions League is the reason you want to get into the Champions League. It'd be better if United start the season better. If it hadn't seen have so many injuries, I just just counted eleven. And this podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across Manchester and across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers, free insulation. Um, you can might be able to qualify it for it. All you need to do is text the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, to 60777 to see if you qualify. This is government money that you might be available to access. So that's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y. Text that to 60777. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out. The funds won't last forever. So on the way into Munich and uh, a lad just sat opposite me and started talking to him. He's flown over from from London uh, to Munich. What's your name? Uh, Kevin Rosenfelder. Rosenfelder? Rosenfelder. So that sounds like a German. It is, yes. So I was born in Germany, big United fan, uh, moved over to the UK when I was four and uh, my mum's from Oldham. Hence, the United fan. Well, that's the excuse I have anyway. Where did mum meet dad? Uh, So she actually met him visiting some family out in Germany. Uh, And then I guess that's how I was born. You speak German? (laughs) I do, yes. uh, I do speak German. And my dad lives in Freiburg. I've got an auntie and uncle who live in Bavaria as well, who I'm going to visit now. And uh, then going to the game this evening. Wow. My wife's grandfather is from Bavaria. So she has a German passport. It's from a city called Ulm. So uh, I'm not German. You're half German. And come to well, one of my favourite cities in Europe. It's a fantastic place. When did you book it? Because I know a lot of Reds wanted to come here. But it was really expensive with the Oktoberfest. It was. I actually... Uh... My dad texted me a few days ago and said he's managed to get four tickets and uh, so I booked In it. the buying end? In the buying end, yeah. So, uh, not ideal, but I had to come to the game. It's one of those games I've been looking forward to for 10 years and uh, I've actually booked my flights like two days ago. So, hence I got a little bit stung on the flight price. From Gatwick to Munich? From Gatwick to Munich and with then whom? with EasyJet. Right, how much you paid? That was uh, £380, one way. One way? One way. One way? One way, and then uh, back from Salzburg tomorrow morning, which was another, I think it was £420 for the pleasure. She paid £800 to fly to Munich. Wow. It's a lot, but you've got to follow your team, haven't you? So, through thick and thin. I mean, I admire that. <laughs> I've just never heard of a flight to Munich. Are you getting off here? Give us a prediction. 
Uh, we'll take a two-all today. Like, like in 98. Exactly. And a treble at the end of this season. Be nice, mate. Nice to meet you. Nice take to care. Meet you. Thank take you. Care. All Cheers. the best. Take care, mate. So I'm going to go into the centre now and uh, meet some, some friends. We've just published an interview with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, so everything's gone a bit mental in my life. Um, it's first interview since he left a couple of years ago. Spoke to him for an hour the other day and spoke to him again. Really enjoyed talking to him. Found him very interesting, honest, and sometimes when you, well, I've worked, been working to try and get an interview for a long time, and Ollie's just wanted to stay private, wanted to be with his family, and I respected that. But I got a message the other day saying he's up for it. I think it's because he's starting a, a new job as a, a UEFA technical observer, so people would have seen him in the stands or whatever. Anyway. Bayern Munich against Manchester United. Remember Wolves away last season? So I stood outside the ground and went up to a lad who I thought was a Wolves lad. He had a Stone Island jumper on. I don't know, just thought he was from the black country. He was from Munich. And uh, turns out he's one of the main lads in Bayern Munich's fan groups. So I kept in touch with him. I managed to get my ticket. Uh, well, I just pointed him in the right direction for Wolves away last year, and he, and he got in the ground. So, uh, so hopefully, I'll meet him today. I've uh, had a few invites to go to the Oktoberfest, but unfortunately, not that my mates will ever believe me, I have to work as a journalist, I have to go on TV later. And I can't be going to the Oktoberfest <laughs> during the day. What I'm now seeing is people wearing lederhosen. Uh, yeah, just it's obviously October first time, so let's have some fun in Munich. It's absolutely beautiful here in Munich. I'm in the historic centre near near the, the town hall, and there's some wonderful old old churches. And I've just eaten something I never thought I would eat in my life, because about 20 years ago I tried a German sausage, and it shot up straight to number one in being the worst food in the world. And my mates take the piss out of me, but I've just actually had a white German Bavarian sausage. Uh, that's because I'm with Matt Ford, and Matt told me that that's a typical Munich breakfast. You have it with um, with mustard and a pint with loads of froth on it. Um, Matt writes for United We Stand. He's done a great job of, of that for years. He's a Manchester United fan. Uh, he's from Manchester, but he's lived in Germany for a long time. And he's got a big piece in The Guardian today about, about Bayern Munich. Just... Thanks for joining us on the pod again, Matt. Tell us about your piece in The Guardian and Bayern, their fan culture. Yeah, like you said, um, it's different worlds, really. I mean, that, that was... To uh, where? To Manchester? Yeah, basically. I mean, that, that, that's basically the premise of the piece. And um, again, that's not necessarily like a, a criticism. It's to do with, you know, there's the structural differences between the clubs and the countries that they're from and the, the cities that they're from. But um, I, did, I did think it was pertinent, particularly given the... The, the topic of Qatar in, in both cities. Um, obviously, no one listening to this needs to be yeah, needs to be made aware of the, the whole Qatar issue around the potential sale of United um, at the moment. But Qatar has also played a role in Munich over the past 10 years, well, slightly more than 10 years, in the form of sponsorship. Uh, Bayern Munich 
have been going to winter training camps in, in Doha since 2009 and I think since 2018 they've had a, a shirt sleeve sponsorship deal with Qatar Airways and this has is, this is always gone down quite badly with Bayern Munich's hardcore support um, to the point where because they consider it sports washing yeah principally yeah they consider it sports washing they're also not happy to see that uh, they don't want their own club doing business with a, uh, a state which they consider to be undemocratic and uh, trampling all over human rights and um, yeah issues like that um, this all culminated in 2021 and AGM and of course Bayern Munich have AGMs they're a club with, with 300,000 members and they have AGMs Manchester United used to have them as well uh, yeah, they did. Um, speaking of shareholders, yeah, spe- spe- lots of fans went. Yeah, speaking about the thing, speaking of United, uh, just last year, I think United actually put out a statement boasting about how United have three hundred thirty thousand members, uh, making it the biggest membership scheme in the world. And in that statement, United actually explicitly named Bayern Munich, as in, yeah, they've, they've overtaken Bayern Munich, who. Who uh, who have a who run an equivalent program? So now, this is paid up members as opposed exactly, to likes on Facebook. Exactly, but it's not a it's not a, it's not an equivalent program because in Munich you have a vote. Exactly, uh, those three hundred thousand members of uh, Bayern Munich uh, they control a seventy five percent stake in the Bayern Munich joint stock company that actually runs the football team. Um, so it's completely different. Um, yeah, and they, they they can turn it to AGMs. How many actually do that is a, is a different story. You might get a few thousand. So out of three hundred thousand, that's not a very big percentage I've seen a few of them yeah. it is a couple of thousand it's yeah. usually in a conference hall yeah, exactly. with a decent size the equivalent of the Bridgewater Hall in Manchester exactly. and occasionally it gets quite political because a century has passed um, just before you carry on you're wearing Lederhosen <laughs> with a white United We Stand t-shirt just so that the listeners know that as you carry on I, I sense Matt you feel a little bit disappointed sometimes by the lack of activism among Manchester United fans um, or, or maybe, if not activism, then organisation compared to Germany. Yeah, but um, I, I suppose ultimately, yeah, maybe, maybe there is some disappointment. But then again, I also understand why. I, I don't, I, I don't necessarily think it's a like a criticism of of people. I understand why it's difficult. I understand why Bayern Munich supporters, for example, have that the, the, the sort of structural and organisational backing which enables them to be a bit more organised. Again, that go back to the structures I was just talking about. Um, in, where, 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 whereas these Bayern Munich members actually have a, they actually have a vote. They actually have a genuine say in their club. If you're a member of Man United, you might. It's, it's, just, it's, it's like having a Tesco club card. You don't, you don't actually have a say. <laughs> um, you just get, you just get very, you, know, you you're enjoying a radish. Is that what it is? It's a radish, what, mate. What, is, yeah. this, is this a Bavarian breakfast meeting? Well, no, that's, that's just a, that's just a radish. Well, it's, you, you've, it's heard, you've, heard of, you've heard of radish. Of course, I've heard of yeah. radish. But <laughs> what else is on this plate? You've got, um, you, you, you don't get a breakfast like this no, in Eccles. We've got various bits of various bits of meat, What's like that? meatballs, paper. No, that's uh, that's also a type of radish, right. but it's been like shaved off, hasn't it? Bits of ham, uh, bits of what you'd call fricadella, a bit like meatballs, all chopped up, um, butter, and some Bavarian cheese called uh, obatsta. Um, and that that goes really well with the bretz with the pretzels and the sausages that you just had. So yeah, that's the Bavarian breakfast. It's called a it's called a Weisswurstfrühstück. So white sausage breakfast. Right. Gem- general Bavarian thing, but obviously more so this time of year because it's Oktoberfest. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Um, anyway. Ja, alles super. Wir machen erstmal was. Aber danke. She's she's not even German, is she? She's Croatian. 
whatever. Anyway, uh, as we were saying, yeah, the uh, the AGM, it, 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 it all kicked off in 2021 regarding Qatar, um, basically because the yeah the, the fans they attempted to bring a motion to the AGM to con- which would have um, forced Bayern to not to quit the or to end the deal, but not to extend it when it ran out. That actual the actual motion they brought forward didn't actually get admitted. That was actually quite controversial. So it didn't actually come to a vote on that topic at all. However, those pushing it did actually speak, um, and it, 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 it caused quite yeah. There's quite a, basically the, the whole event descended into aggro, um, and it did it did contribute a couple of years later, given the aggro that kicked off um, to the club in, in well, this year in June. Uh, announcing that they actually ultimately weren't going to extend this contract with Qatar Airways. So it worked. It, it, it worked indirectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I, I, I think it's an interesting contrast, um, given that probably for the same reasons, you have people in Manchester who would be anti a potential Qatari takeover, and you have people in Munich who were anti having Qatar you know, in a sponsorship role at their club. Probably all for the same reasons. There's, then there's a difference in what those sets of fans can can do about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think it, I think it's quite a pertinent difference, given that yeah, obviously we're, we're playing Bayern tonight. It's, it's a democracy where you've got voting rights, haven't you? Where, where we, whereas we've got the Glazers. Yeah, um, and there's reasons for that. The structural reasons. It ultimately goes back again. Excuse the history lesson, but like in the 19th century, when German football clubs were founded, they were all democratic organisations. They've always been like that. Uh, in the 19th century, when English football clubs were founded, they were always private. That, that, that's the ultimate reason why 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 this all exists. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, there are limits to the influence these German fans have. Uh, as they found out, they couldn't actually directly get the Qatar thing cancelled, but they, they managed to cause enough aggro that it indirectly got cancelled. Uh, if you speak to other Bayern fans, they'll say that, yeah, okay, the influence, the, the voting rights, the AGM, yeah, are all good, and it's, we want more of it, and they feel that the club even try and put barriers up and stop, stop them doing a lot of that. However, they a lot. That's okay. So I don't know I'm missing. Oh god, yeah. Can Two more minutes. Fast theaters, danke. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, they actually then prefer to take more direct action, uh, and that can come in the form of, of protests, banners at games, wh- wh- whatever that 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 form may take. But then again, they have they would have more of a, more more of an impact carrying out actions and protests like that than English fans because they have that semi-legal backing behind them if a load of English fans protest at a match it's like okay it's a one-off event there's actually nothing to back it up if a load of German fans protest at a match as they have done against various topics down the years it is actually semi-legally backed up by the fact that they do own the club so it has some some power behind it You've written a lot about um, Bayern in the United We Stand and the new issue came out against Brighton so I'd point everyone in the direction of that, that article um, and there will be more I want to speak a little bit to you about Bayern this season and going into the game against Manchester United has it been a good season Harry Kane settling in okay um, Harry Kane settled in, uh, settled in okay although Bayern I think are still trying to get used to playing with a striker again obviously they had a, an entire year without Robert Lewandowski um, effectively you know, effectively failed to replace him and they brought in Sadio Mane last year but it's not a light flight replacement it they ultimately didn't work out um, so yeah they're playing with a, with, with a proper striker again um, and yeah it's taking some time taking some time to, to, uh, to bed in um, they're, they're level on points at the top of the Bundesliga at the moment going into the game they've just been held to a 2-2 draw at home by Bayer Leverkusen um, he was shown that they are vulnerable on, that Bayern are vulnerable on the break that is a bit of a running theme with Bayern Munich if they are vulnerable anywhere it's, it's pace on the counter attack 
which despite despite all United's issues at the moment, and, and I really don't hold that much hope at all, but if there is any hope, then it's that maybe a game where United sit back and just wait for counter-attacks is maybe something that, that, that could see what was. But, but we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I don't hold, don't hold that much, much hope, though, to be honest. <laughs> I'm told that Bayern's strength is Alfonso Davis. That's the one area which Manchester United would look at. Yeah, massive amounts of pace down that left. Um, yeah, he, he, he covers the left flank really, really well. I think he's probably one of, if not the fastest, fastest player in Europe, uh, which is handy because the two wingers they they have ahead of the fullbacks, usually Kingsley Coman and Leroy Sané, they can be hit and miss. Uh, so it's important for Bayern to have that to, to have that, uh, that that weapon coming from from, from left back as well. Can I have a score prediction, please? Can't see Bayern not scoring. So, uh, You're under pressure here because the two students we had starting the last podcast at 3am in the Salford Flat on Friday, rightly or wrongly, they got the prediction right for the game. Yeah, compliments at this point as well, to be honest. One of the most unique intros ever heard. And I can only commend the way that that podcast is put together. Pure genius. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take a leaf out of their book and just follow, yeah, follow the same... Uh, the same technique there and say 3-1 to Bayern unfortunately thank you Matt it's half time I've come behind sector 113 where all the Bayern uh, ultras are on the south curve I've come to meet a mate of mine Sebastian I can't find him and uh, I can't get in touch with him either so I'm surrounded by happy people and I'm not happy because United started really encouragingly first 27 minutes until Bayern scored Andre and Arna letting a soft goal it's a real shame because Sergio Reguillon Bruno Fernandes United tactically looked smart great chances but the first goal was followed quickly by, by a second goal and within three or four minutes, United are 2-0 down and you don't come back from 2-0 down away at Bayern Munich with this team. So I'm a bit gutted. United started well at Tottenham and lost. Started well at Arsenal, went ahead and lost. Started well against Brighton and lost. Started badly against Forest and won. I'm getting pretty worried now because United are leaking goals and struggling to score goals, which is obviously a pretty bad combination. So, well, it's 2-0 now at half-time and just surrounded by loads of contented Bavarians buying the schnitzels or whatever they eat. Pretzels. And I come and meet my mate and I can't even find him. And sod's law, as soon as I get back to where I'm sat, he'll say, where are you? I'm waiting here. But I've got a second half of football to watch. For, for Bayern, I know the main threat was felt to be Alfonso Davis on the left. Musiala's looked very good running at and past Manchester United players set up a goal (coughs) 
this is just dog shit now. Let's see where we go in the second half of this. The United end, uh, busy, full, 3,000 fans, top tier, bright, loud, until you go go behind. And there's a fellow with a Wayne Rooney shirt on it, which is quite funny. Middle of the Bayern end. Um, interesting. Just sat with, Dan, uh, with Danny Simpson, former Manchester United and Premier League winner with Leicester City. What did you make of the first half? Um, honestly, I thought the, the game plan was working perfectly, and obviously until obviously what we all know was 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 a massive howler um, from from Onano. I thought the boys were they were doing well. I thought they were compact, um, not really letting the ball get into Harry Kane. But again, with United, the confidence at the moment, they go 1-0 down, it just seems to sap the life out of them. And, you know, and it's like, what, what happens next? What's the next game plan? So we'll have to see in the second half if, if there's any tweaks. It's almost impossible to come back from 2-0 down away at Bayern Munich, no? Yes, but again, if, if somehow you nick a goal, you know, the game does change. You know, this but crowd, we don't score. I know, this is... Listen, I, I, I think for me... You've got to get Marcus on the touchline. I think he's got the beating of the right back. We've seen him a couple of times. Instead of coming inside, um, I think it's easier for the fullback to mark Marcus when he's inside. As a former fullback, I want him on. I wouldn't want him on the touchline, getting the ball and driving at me. And Reggion seems to be getting, you know, playing really well, by the way. And he overlaps well. So two v one, I think, against that fullback. Let's see. Feel like you're missing out because it seems everyone is either starting a side hustle or becoming their own boss and you know what we're hearing a lot of cha-ching the sound of another sale on shopify the all-in-one commerce platform to start run and grow your own business shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide whether you're selling football shirts or fine art prints, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so that you can successfully grow your business. Covering all your sales channels from a shopfront ready POS system to its all-in-one e-commerce platform, Shopify even gets you selling across social media, marketplaces like Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. It's got full of industry-leading tools, ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without learning new skills in design or in coding. And thanks to 24-7 help and with extensive business course library, Shopify is ready to support your success every step of the way. What's lovely about Shopify is that no matter how big you wanna grow, Shopify We'll be there to empower you with the confidence and control to take your business to the next level. It's time to get serious about selling and get Shopify today. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a £1 per month trial period at shopify.co.uk slash united. That's all in lowercase. Go to shopify.co.uk forward slash united to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.co.uk forward slash United. So United lost 4-3 and it feels, feels bad. 4-3, you know, what a crazy scoreline because 
um, Bayern Munich were, were very dominant. And after the game, I, f- I finally met my friend uh, Sebastian, who was last on this podcast outside Wolverhampton uh, last year. Uh, congratulations. Uh, thank you for the congratulations. Um, nice greetings to everybody who uh, downs this podcast. Um, and you, you must know Bayern Munich are the number one. <laughs> Have you been to Oktoberfest today? Yeah, of course. How long uh, for? 10 hours? Uh, we are started the trip today at 10 o'clock. We go to the Oktoberfest, drinking some beer and go to the stadium. You started, so how many beers have you had? Four or five. Oh, but the big ones. The yeah. big ones, of course. We yeah. are German. <laughs> how, what did you think of the game? Oh, the game was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, the game was really good. Yeah. But everybody know Bayern Munich are winning. Did you see any Manchester United supporters? In Munich. On the Oktoberfest, we don't see uh, Manchester United supporters. Uh, we see some lads from Manchester when we are driving from the Oktoberfest, the middle from the city to, to Allianz Arena. But there was not so much supporters. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed from the, from the guys from Man United because the, the sounds are not so good. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult high up on the third tier, but. I, I, accept, um, I accept your point. And this is your girlfriend, what's your name? Sally. And you speak really good English? Uh, yes, I try my best. Has he told you how we met? Yes, of course. Outside Wolverhampton? Yes, because it was a really funny story. I thought he was from Wolverhampton. <laughs> you know, he, he looked like he was English. And then when I spoke to him, he's like, no, I'm from Munich. Uh, and then Funny German guy. We got him a ticket for the game. And he, uh, yeah, it was a nice little story. Yeah, you, um, you make the podcast, but uh, the the sounds in the stadium. What do you mean from the from the curve, from the ultras? It's a good, good question. I I think the atmosphere is very good. Only on the south curve. Yeah. In the main stand and the, yeah, the other end is nothing. Yeah. But but your, your opinion? Very good. Um, really? There's a guy at the front organizing, and everybody had their arms. Yeah. Different singing the songs. Couples. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's good. I I respect the the fan culture here. I think it's good. I think the stadium is beautiful. You've got a good team. Your your city is um, nearly as beautiful as Manchester. Nearly, nearly. Today was um, a really nice day. You know, a sunny day here, and I think the supporters have had a good time here. But it's just disappointing when we lose. Yet, an, yet another a, a game here, but of yeah, course the game yeah. will be in Manchester soon. So you travel to away games with Bayern? Uh, we, we travel at uh, 4th October to Copenhagen. Yeah. And then we travel to Manchester and yeah. to Galatasaray. So you're going to all of them? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, we are ultras. You'll go everywhere. You are the yeah. ultras of Bayern Munich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, are st- we are standing with our club. We are fighting with our club. Yeah. You stand together and you, you fight together. You say it, you say it, yeah. <laughs> and your boyfriend is obviously very well behaved and never gets into any trouble whatsoever. Um, have you been to England? Um, yes, but not in the stadium, but I would travel in um, November. Oh, you're going to Manchester? Yes. yes, for football. Really? Yes. It's very similar. It's it's a bit like Venice, it's a bit like New York, it's a very beautiful city. Have you, have you heard this about Manchester? What have you heard? Um, yes, of course, 
but I'm a little bit a fan of Scotland. Scotland? Yes. Why? Because I was there um, at the EM qualification yeah. at Germany uh, against Scotland. Okay. 2016, I think, and it was a really nice atmosphere, and I loved it. But I'm very excited to feel uh, the atmosphere in England. I think you will like Manchester. Being serious, it's a good city. In November, it's the weather will be different to. <laughs> That's no problem. How it is um, here today? How do you feel about Man United? Because seriously, I think there's good respect for the Munich air disaster, Bayern Munich, and the, the Red Doctors here. They maintain the site yep. and. Yeah. We really appreciate this. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, we, we have a lot of a lot of respect for the Manchester lads, uh, for the guys who travel away to the away games. Yeah. Um, but today in the stadium, the guys are not so loud. Okay. Uh, how about then? How about in the stadium in Barcelona in 1999? Was this loud? <laughs> I know these questions are coming. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. Listen. I can't stand here and just be defeated, defeated. Uh, Do you know the story about what happened in 1999? Or well, I'm a little bit too young, I think. Would you want me to tell it you? I know <laughs> that uh, Skorski shot two goals. Uh, we lost the game. Yeah. But we, yeah. we won the championship uh, 2001. Yes, you did. Yeah. And yeah. We, so, we, yeah, we won the championship uh, 2010, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got a good team, you've got a, a, a good story. And yeah, Solskjaer is the man who, uh, who, who scored the goal. <laughs> you should watch it on YouTube, it's a little bit dramatic. David Beckham, have you heard of Beckham? Yes, of course. Which, which, what, tell me what you know about the Manchester, like the... Um, I'm a big fan of Schweinsteiger, so okay. they, I think there's a little bond. Manchester and Bayern so for me it's the it's the player Schweinsteiger and yeah. they came also a good player who, who can make uh, the free kicks uh, yeah. Jimmy we say free kick uh, Beckham you mean yeah David Beckham yeah, who make the free kick and uh, who who make the for 20 meters uh, 20 meters a uh, uh, goal from the from the goal they make the free kicks. Yeah, it was good. So hopefully I will see you both in Manchester in November and we, we can have an English beer. The Ultras are travel to Manchester. The Ultras will travel to Manchester. Yeah. What, to look for trouble or to be friendly? Both. Fucking hell. And the English guys will make trouble, we are standing here. <laughs> and if the English guys don't make trouble? Then we are, don't make trouble too. <laughs> okay, tell them I will meet them alone to fight me against all of them. No, no. <laughs> we are fighting against other guys. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are fighting with guys who, um, who maybe ultra, ultras. Yeah. But in, uh, in England, there are nothing ultras. There may be uh, hooligans, but they are, the guys are really old. Uh, the English guys. <laughs> yeah, the English guys, yeah, of course. So. Uh, and the guy says uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know the name, um, Strafen. Huh? Strafen, uh, they, when you make trouble in England, yeah. you, you, you get a robbery or um, the, uh, you get a lot of uh, banned from the stadium. Yeah, yeah, you do, it's true. Yeah. And here? In Germany, you get banned for one year, two years. Okay. In England, you're banned yeah. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. But we, we are waiting for the English guys. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. The, the English guys are, uh, are, pr are pretty friendly. 
I, I think the times have changed in England. You know, there used to be lots of trouble, and uh, I think there'll be a good atmosphere when you come to Manchester. I don't have any problems. But uh, now, where's the best atmosphere in England? Where? Where? Um, don't say Manchester. Apart <laughs> from Manchester, um, it de depends which 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 game. Um, the the derby in Glasgow is very good. Uh, so, but it's not uh, Scotland. Yeah, in, I, I in mean England. England yeah. Um, Newcastle against Sunderland. The crowds in England are good. Newcastle Sunderland. Yeah, I've been to this game. It's good. All the derby games are good. All Only the derby games. Yeah. But most English stadiums are full all of the time. Yeah. It's good. You know, the crowds are really good. Yeah. But it's different here. Here it's very organized. In England it's very natural, raw. You know, we, we love... I, I we know love, what you mean. We yeah. love football in England, you know. You have teams in level five attracting crowds of 10,000, 7,000. Huge crowds. A little bit same in Germany. It's very similar. But in Germany, um, every, every club has... It was or a little bit hooligans, but in England, there are everybody trying Sonalia and, and something else, but there are nothing. No. There, you no. know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. In, in, in Manchester, you just have to be careful of the. There's a small ultra group, the Red Dogs. Oh, I heard Red Army. Yeah, Red Army. Yeah, yeah. they're they're good. They they make lots of noise. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. No, the, yeah, the atmosphere will be good at Old Trafford. Yeah, Germany, you heard a little bit from Chicaria. Yeah. Um, Alarmstift Road. And that's all. Yeah. It's been nice to see you again. All right? Of course. And nice to meet you. Nice to meet you okay. too. Okay. So, a first defeat for Manchester United in the first Champions League group game. Not entirely unexpected. I spoke to some people who, who watched the game in a professional capacity. One said this isn't normal for Bayern. They formed a, a box with Goretzka, Kimmich, with Sané and Gnabry out wide. It was very clever playing with false nines, two of them, because it created confusion and stretched United central defenders, Martinez and Victor Lindelof. And they were challenged. They didn't know when to push up, when to protect the space behind them, uh, when there was always a danger of them ending up in no man's land and in front of them Christian Eriksen and Casemiro were the holding midfielders responsible for protecting that space but because of the way Bayern played the two midfielders had to decide whether to zonally mark Kane or Jerome Musiala or whether to push up towards Fernandez. difficult choice so Bayern tactically even though United were smarter in the first 25 minutes got it right throughout it's quite interesting listening to the managers after the game um, Thomas Tuchel said that Harry Kane had played in a different role in a half position he was asked to turn and assist and find speed on the wings uh, he had chances which he took and he also said that um, well Kane said that him and Musiala had played as number 10 so that the wingers could play one-on-ones against the fullback so I think tactically it was a very very interesting uh, match someone else I spoke to said Bayern had hurt United with excellent movement and passing. Um, they got the ball in front of Musiala or Kane and the timing of the movement in front of those players was fine. It was a good overall performance. United went, um, defended in a, a mixed zone marking system. The advantage with that is when it works, you can control and nullify the opponents, but it just didn't happen against Bayern Munich. And Musiala, 
and Sané were probably the best two players. I think Sané got the the man of the match, but when Musiala went past his marker, it created a chain of problems for United. Um, and Tuchel actually said of him, his ability to drop deep, turn and dribble is, is his greatest strength. And we saw that with Bayern's second goal. Eric Ten Hag said, when you score three goals in Munich, you have to take at least a point, which we didn't. I mean, it never felt like United were in the game after them, after going behind because of that two-goal um, de- deficit. Uh, and I think Tuchel was right when he said it was a bit paradoxical because our second half was better than the first, but we lost the second and won the first. Tonight's result was big for our confidence and development. It would have been the same had United got a result in Munich. That didn't happen, so we move on to Burnley now, Saturday night, and then a run of uh, four home games, I think it is. United have simply got to start winning football. I think the Travelling Reds had a good time in Munich. It's uh, The people are friendly. Good job they didn't run into our hooligan friend Sebastian, eh? But he's a good lad at heart. Just going through a stage, I think. And I hope he doesn't run into those famous red dogs when he gets to Manchester. Imagine him telling his mates now, hey, there's a new hooligan group, the red dogs. Cheers for everyone who bought the New United We Stand. It, It came out against Brighton last week. And it will be on sale uh, for Palace and for Palace. And then we'll have another mag out in a couple of weeks. So it's a short deadline between these issues because for the previous one, we had uh, five, five weeks between the mags. Okay, here's to a win at Burnley on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.